IELTS Masterclass by Simon Haynes and Peter May. Published and copyright Oxford University Press 2006. CD1. Unit 1. Page 9. 2. Listen to four quiz questions about these cultures and choose one of the answers A, B, C or D for each question. The people in the photographs live on different continents. How much can you guess about their lives? Photograph 1 shows somebody living in the mountains of Nepal. If you lived here, what would you be unlikely to eat for dinner? Would it be A. Anchar, a kind of spicy pickle, B. Cheese, C. Beef, or D. Salad? OK. Now, photograph 2 shows a villager from the Alaskan island of Shishmaref. What modern convenience would be unavailable if you lived here? Would it be A. Electricity B. Running water C. The telephone or D. Television In photograph 3, you can see a Quechua Indian from the Peruvian Andes. If you lived here, which of these animals would you be likely to tend for a living? Would it be A. Goats B. Cows C. Llamas or D. Chickens Finally, photograph 4 shows the Sami people in the north of Scandinavia. A popular game is played with animal hoof bones. What do you think it's called? Is it A. The bone game B. Reindeer roundup C. Throwing bones or D. Wishbone pull Unit 1, page 9, 3. So, let's see how well you did. Here are the answers to the four questions. The answer to question 1 is C, beef. In Nepal, the cow is considered a sacred animal and legally protected from slaughter. Question 2. The answer is B. Most people in Shishmaref do not have running water in their houses. They collect rain or gather ice blocks to melt for drinking water. Question 3. The answer to this question is C. Llamas. The Quechua people of the Andes depend on the llama because it can carry loads at any altitude while providing people with wool, leather, meat and dung fuel. Question 4 The answer to the last question 
is B. The bones are used to represent the people herding their animals and the reindeer on which their livelihood depends. Unit 1, page 15. Listening. IELTS practice. Questions 1 to 6. You will hear a telephone conversation about studying abroad. You should answer the questions as you listen because you will not hear the recording a second time. Listen carefully and answer questions 1 to 6. Hello. Admissions guidance. How can I help? Hello. I'd like some information about studying at your university. Can you help me? Yes, of course. What course are you interested in applying for? International business. I already have a first degree from a university in my country. Fine. So you'd want to do a master's level course? Yes, that's right. OK. We offer an MIB course. That's a 12-month full-time course. I can send you details of that course. Or you can download a PDF file from our website. Could you put it in the post, please? I don't have access to the internet at the moment. Could you tell me what qualifications I need for that course? Yes, for the MIB, you need a first degree. The minimum qualification is a 2-1 or a first. OK. And in English language, you need a score of 7 or above in IELTS. That's not a problem. I have a 9. That's fine. Could you tell me the course hours and the semester dates, please? Yes, there's a total of 10 hours of lectures, seminars and tutorials a week. And there's an extended stay abroad at the beginning of the second semester. That involves spending a month at the national head office of a multinational corporation. OK. And the semester dates are... just a moment. OK, the first semester starts on the 27th of September and ends on the 22nd of January. And the second semester runs from the 7th of February to the 27th of May. Can you tell me a bit more about the actual course content? Well, I don't know much about the course personally. I'm an admissions officer, but I can read the course description for you if you like. If you need to know more about the academic side, you'll need to speak to the course tutor. Thanks. I'd be very grateful if you could tell me as much as possible now. I'll just read the main points. It involves the advanced study of international organisations, their management and their changing external context. Students develop their ability to apply knowledge and understanding of international business to complex issues, both systematically and creatively, to improve business practice. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Now, if you could give me your name and address, I'll have full details of postgraduate courses sent to you. OK. My name is Javid Iqbal. Unit 1, page 15. Listening. IELTS practice. Now listen and answer questions 7 to 10. OK. My name is Javid Iqbal. That's J-A-V-E-D-I-Q-B-A-L Thank you. And your home address, Mr Iqbal? It's Aga Khan Road, Shalimar 5, Islamabad, Pakistan. Thank you. And could I ask you one or two more questions for our records? Yes, of course. What was your first degree in? I did economics. I got a first-class degree. 
And where did you study? At the university here in Islamabad. Okay. Now, you said you had an IELTS level 9. Could I ask what your first language is? Actually, I'm bilingual in Urdu and English. Thank you very much. I'll put full details in the post today. Thank you. And thanks for all the information. Not at all, Mr Iqbal. Thank you for calling. Unit 1, page 16. Speaking. 2. Listen to the speakers talking about the places they come from. Match each recording with one of the questions A to E. Speaker 1. My hometown is a medium-sized market town. It's about 100 kilometres from the capital city. It's on a river and quite near the mountains. About 10,000 people live there. A lot of people from the town work in a sugar factory. Speaker 2. What I really like most about my village is the people. They're so friendly. Everyone knows everyone else and that makes you feel very safe and comfortable. Speaker 3. The main thing I dislike is the traffic. It's getting worse every year. It's almost impossible to cross the road in the town centre during the day and the parking is terrible. There aren't enough car parks and people park all over the place. Speaker 4. I think they'd find its old buildings very interesting. There's an ancient church with beautiful paintings on the walls inside. Visitors come from quite long distances to see those. Also, the town hall is very impressive. It's over 400 years old and they still use it every day. Speaker 5 The main improvement would be more sports and entertainment facilities. There's not much for young people to do, which means they have to catch the train to the nearest town if they want a good night out. We've got an old cinema and a couple of football pitches at the moment, that's all. Unit 1, page 16. Speaking. 3. Listen to the speakers again. Make a note of the phrases they use to introduce their answers. Speaker 1. My hometown is a medium-sized market town. It's about 100 kilometres from the capital city. It's on a river and quite near the mountains. About 10,000 people live there. A lot of people from the town work in a sugar factory. Speaker 2. What I really like most about my village is the people. They're so friendly. Everyone knows everyone else and that makes you feel very safe and comfortable. Speaker 3. The main thing I dislike is the traffic. It's getting worse every year. It's almost impossible to cross the road in the town centre during the day and the parking is terrible. There aren't enough car parks and people park all over the place. Speaker 4. I think they'd find its old buildings very interesting. There's an ancient church with beautiful paintings on the walls inside. Visitors come from quite long distances to see those. Also, the town hall is very impressive. It's over 400 years old and they still use it every day.
Speaker 5. The main improvement would be more sports and entertainment facilities. There's not much for young people to do, which means they have to catch the train to the nearest town if they want a good night out. We've got an old cinema and a couple of football pitches at the moment, that's all.